Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we are running a one-shot. The scenario is The Silent Clouder. It was written by John Hook. I am your game master, and this is the third time that we have run this one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. It is Arkham, Massachusetts. Uh, it is May 1924, and uh, it's an average everyday, little gloomy, a little, uh, a little, you know, wet on the sidewalks, but but not unpleasant. It's a good day to to walk. You all live in northern Arkham, um, kind of north of the downtown district, uh, in residential areas. Every morning, you get up, you follow your routine, you. You have breakfast, uh, you get dressed, and you decide to walk to work. Um, you leave your houses, whether they be a house or an apartment. Uh, you walk down your street, and you always end up on Peabody, Peabody, Peabody Avenue. And, um, and there you end up seeing each other. You're not particularly friends, but you have seen each other day in and day out for a number of years. You all then walk south towards downtown, and eventually, when you get there, you all split up and go to your your resident, uh, your 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 uh, your businesses. Um, so today is just like any other day. Um, you leave the house. Uh, you start to walk. You see your your comrades, and um, you begin walking together uh, along Peabody. Hey boys, Kenny, Ernie, Francis, Ed, uh, how you doing? Lawrence, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Bit of a rainy day, but uh, got an early start. I got to get the uh, fryers on and start shucking those clams. I got a clam bake today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I've heard really good things about your clam bakes. Oh, that's well, we've all had your clams. Really how late? How late? You is this going to run? Maybe I'll stop oh, by after work. Um, <clears throat> it's an event for the local school, uh, so I suppose I'll be there as long as I need to be. But uh, they're um, having some big uh, like homecoming or something like that, and and so they uh, they hired us. They paid us flat fee, and we're going to be there as long as they want us to be. Ed, they don't have you still working doubles over there at the factory. Yeah, they do. Um... They, they say that it's going to calm down in a couple of months, but they said that last month. So we'll see what's going to happen. Oh, but that reminds me, and uh, I'll pull out a book and I'll hand it to uh, Francis. Um, it's like a copy of uh, Crime and Punishment, but it's like half burnt. And it, it, I just kind of handed it to you. It was like, I need you to do me a solid and, oh, oh, and, um, and say this didn't come in burnt, please. Oh, 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 oh dear. Oh, dear. Um, I... It was your idea. You said try to get some reading in during during, during work. Yes, but not 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 next up. You a, said a fire. education was key. It is. It is key. Oh, but dear. apparently, it's also flammable. Yes, or <coughs> inflammable, depending on who says what. But that's oh, oh dear. I'll I'll, 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 I'll I'll do what I can. Oh dear. I'll pay for another oh, copy. Dear. Just just let me know how much oh, it dear. is. You see him crying in the back. <laughs> over the books and he highlighted it too 
Surely that's not the only copy you've got. Leave, 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 leave my wife Shirley out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was a bit too far. It, it, it's okay, Lawrence. It's okay. Y'all get any weekend plans? <laughs> I heard that new Buster Keaton is showing down at the cinema. Thought I might take that one in. Ooh. Taking the boat out to Hog Island. We're going to go fishing for stripers. Ooh, oh, great. that sounds good. Hoping to get a good catch. Oh, I'll be backpacking like I always am every weekend. Still love that camping stuff. Well, we have a new collection coming in in the um, in in the library, so that's going to be very very exciting. Lots of time collecting them, indexing them. You know what, Ed? I might need some help with lifting some boxes. And and really, if you want to make up for this, we have another set of books which I think might um might interest you i think that's reasonable uh well <laughs> quit pro quo my friend all right um what what time are you uh, how late are you at the library today oh today i'll be there till nine or ten don't worry about it no you won't i'll buy you coffee don't worry <laughs> <laughs> um, well i check the chat notes <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll go home and then oh. i might go back again but yeah uh usually as you know normally we go home by five but um i i might go back um or, or you know what let's set up some time for this weekend how about i got a little bit more time this weekend okay okay That's i can help good, you out between shifts yeah. i thought Perfect. we were playing poker this weekend guys i keep telling you one of these days you got to come over to the place how, 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 how do you play this poker i i, I i've never played it, well, is it difficult? First you get your money and then you play cards and then you lose your money. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm, I'm good at accounting, boys, not cards. I'm not playing against a mathematician or whatever you are. Yeah. yeah. You're the reason why I'm working double shifts now. No thanks. And and, and y'all will have to teach me how to play this game. I've never played. <laughs> so as you guys were walking along, um uh because you've done this, you know, a thousand times. Uh, everything is familiar. All the buildings, you know, you can see the old old Mrs. O'Leary's tree really needs pruning. It's it looks like there's pieces of it going to fall onto her roof. The 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 Mitchells haven't picked up the garbage in their their side yard, and uh, you see these same things over and over and over again every day. I'd like you to do spot hidden. And the only reason why you know the names of some of these people is because they've all got uh, mailboxes out on the front with their names. Double five. I got a hard. Okay. Just I'm not paying any attention at all. I'm trying to avoid puddles. Are we walking to work or are we walking home? You're walking to work in the morning. All right. So whoever passed. Um. You're walking. You 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 walk by this house every day. It's a a, a fairly small two story house. Uh, it's got a fairly decent little yard around it and a white picket fence going around it. Uh, you've you've noticed in the past that uh, it's not really well kept. Um, the shrubberies need some trimming, and you can see an old shed in the back and all of this. Today, as you're walking by, those of you who passed, um, you notice something a little odd. There are 
three cats that are in the front yard. You don't recall ever seeing cats there, although there are cats everywhere in the city. Um, the cats are sitting on the front lawn a, a few feet from one another, um, but they're not doing anything. They're, um, they're sitting kind of regally with their feet straight down and sort of propped up, you know, straight up. And they are looking at the house. And as you guys are making noise and, you know, other people are starting to join you, the cats are just sitting there. They're not, they're not doing much of anything. Get a load of these Tomcats, guys. Tomcats? I grab a stone and throw it at one. Where, hey, do, you find, where do you find the stone? I'm like, come on, is there a stone? No. I'm looking yeah, for a stone. Yeah, okay. Oh, 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 come on, Kenny, don't, don't, don't harass the poor cat. Um, you find a small rock and you throw it at them. Uh, do a luck roll. I got a lot of luck. <laughs> hard success. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really have hard successes in luck, them. but you, uh, your rock hits one of them right in the hind, and the. Uh, the cat yelps a little bit and 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 moves a, moves a little bit over, maybe a foot or so over, gives you a nasty look, and then sits right back down in the same position facing the house. Whoa, 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 guys. Did you see that? That's the that cat I've seen. That was an excellent <laughs> shot. That's what you're talking about. Well, that too. Kenny, you sure you don't want to come play baseball with us this weekend with that kind of arm? I'm going to be camping. That's right. Well, at this point, the light, the light down the street changes and uh, the people start crossing the street. So you move on and go past the house. Right, we gotta go. You it go can't be late for work because I'm chucking rocks at cats. Come on. So you, um, you, you get right to the edge of downtown and uh, you get to the point where you guys all start to split up. And each of you goes to your respective jobs. So... Kennedy or Kenny, um, yes. describe what you do today at work. I mean, generalize. I'm often do. I am often in charge of dog licenses at City Hall. So I work in the basement and I deal with the public grudgingly, and uh, I do things like uh, find people's deeds to their houses and fill out dog license forms and, uh, you know, all kinds of bureaucratic paperwork. A lot of it is dealing with uh, realtors and lawyers about property lines. Is there anything in particular today that was irritating or funny or, (laughs) or was it just the same old day in, day out? Um. I am ignored. Poor Kenny is ignored again by the uh, the most uh, attractive other clerk that works down in the basement. Um, let's call her um, Thelma Madison. And and as as much as it, it, Kenny tries, you know, so he's always combing his hair and and uh, and and posing where the, when the light comes through the basement window, right. But Thelma Madison ignores Kenny like there's no tomorrow. Okay. Um, so at the end of the day, Kenny's just a little down because once again, Thelma has cast her eyes elsewhere. 
Chubby, what, what's your day like? Bright and early. First thing he gets in there, he's got a few employees at his restaurant, um, has them immediately start um, <clears throat> preparing the clams for the clam bake. He's gathering all of his materials, his um, gas burners and his uh, steamers that put on top of the burners and things like that, gathering everything up because it's going to be a big old clam bake that that school uh, contracted him for. So nice. all hands on deck today. And then how does it turn out? Well, it's a little rainy, so not as many people showed up as we really were meant to. So there's a lot of leftovers. But hey, he got paid, and he does what he does best: peddle the best seafood in the world. Well, Ernest, how's your day go? Ernest's uh, day uh, goes well. His day usually consists of going in and vetting uh, new records that come in and going through punch cards and administration. And uh, generally speaking, at lunchtime, he'll go down and get lunch uh, over at Chubby's. Today, he got the special of uh, clam bake, leftover clam bake on the daily special and uh, went back and uh, had a, an, an above average day. Oh, uh, Francis, how are you doing? What's up today? Well, Francis has two major things to do today. One, of course, is a catalog, um, a new collection, the James Bell collection that came in. Um, really an odd combination of uh, medieval um, astronomy mixed with science and alchemy and all that in between. And somewhere during all that, he manages to sneak in a certain completely burned copy of Pride and Prejudice um, back onto the shelves. And let's just say that there were some bookkeeping updates that Francis has to do um, to, to make things right. All right. And uh, Eddie Hully, how's it going? What's going on today at work? Uh, well, working at uh, Schmidt's Marine Motor Company. Um, right now I'm stamping um, propeller blades. Uh, I was uh, teaching uh, a new hire how to do it. And unfortunately, this is, what, 50 years before OSHA? So um, mm -hmm. the new guy lost a finger, but I'm okay. That's what matters. Yeah. Don't get in there, chubbies. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so during the, the, uh, the, the, uh, frant the frantics of uh, that incident, I did uh, sneak away to um, grab some clams for lunch. And I came back and finished my shift without incident. Right. So the the whistle, you know, uh, sounds at five o'clock, and everybody leaves their establishment. And um, some of you might figure, you know, like Chubby, might end up going back this evening. Um, but you know, he needs some rest. He needs to go home and take a shower. And, um, so anyways, it's normal every, every day, five o'clock, uh, your work ends and in a matter of minutes, you guys are all once again, back together again, walking the reverse past path back. Um, there is a very light drizzle, uh, but it's not heavy. It's, it's hardly even worth putting up an umbrella for, um, you're walking along and you get back to that same house and as you're walking by you notice that now there are count them seven cats 
in the yard in various places, all of them still sitting rather rigid and watching the house. Um, the name on the post office or the 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 mailbox is is Porter, but you don't you don't know. Um, you can do a let's call it a an idea roll for for memory if you've ever seen anyone. Mm-hmm. How many cats are there? These are the same cats that I chucked the stone at. There are at least seven, and those three cats that were there this morning are still there. And they're and getting bristled on. Yeah. Uh, hard Which success. Normal success. Okay. Yeah, this is a target-rich environment. If you... Um, <laughs> if, you, if, you if you pass that, you, maybe you recall a while back once seeing an old man in the driveway maybe getting his paper. Um, he had a cane. Um and that's the only thing that you've ever seen. Uh, was he friendly? Did he like wave to us, or he is, was he like one of those grumpy old men, mad yeah, about the fact they lasted this long? You don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't really remember for sure, but it didn't, it didn't stick in your mind. You don't think that he did. You don't think that he would respond. Maybe, maybe he would, but I, I, I say, gentlemen, cats. I, I, I was just going through some catalogs this afternoon around medieval cat lore. You know, they're associated with witches and, and magic and all sorts of horrible things. Now, of course, the Egyptians believe that they're guardians, but, you know, what do they know? Right? And you've never seen house. cats like this in, in his yard. I thought we got rid of all the witches over there in Salem. Oh, maybe we need to do another one. How's, has the Porter House been like sold recently or anything like that? Were there, mm-hmm. has, has there been any documents come that I would know at all? Kenny has no, it's just a house with cats in it. Yeah. And there's never been a car in the, in the port, in the, the carport. Um, but that's not unusual. There's a lot of people that don't have cars. Um, uh, 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 on that note, have any one of you seen that, that uh, Mr. Porter fellow for, 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 for the past little bit? Can't say I have. It's been a while. Huh. No, I mean, I don't really know. Me. Wait a minute. You guys, you think he died in there and the cats are sitting out here because they smell the body and they're going to go in and eat him? Oh, I mean, Kenny. Oh, you God. don't need seven cats, do you? <clears throat> I, mean, my, I mean, from from my experience, cats are smart. If they wanted to eat him and he was in there dead, they would have got in there already. They wouldn't be sitting out here enjoying the view. Maybe they're waiting. Should, 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 should we call the authorities? Waiting do, do another spot. Just go hidden. up and look. Just go in and look. The front Maybe we peek in the window. Are we 11? No, but if Mr. Peterson's in there and hurt, maybe Kenny has a point. Maybe we peek in the window. The old geezer fell and busted a hip. I don't know about you guys, I'm nothing. tired. I mean, I have, I have a new guy that no longer can get the five-finger discount. I mean... Uh, like, what are on, we doing on, here? On one hand, he probably can. That's All right. Well, it wouldn't hurt to, 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 let's call it a wellness check. Haven't seen him in a bit, and we're on our way home. What's it going to cost us? Ten seconds? Is it any of our business? I I, I don't want to cause any trouble. Well, Besides, causing trouble is fun. I mean, we don't need business to knock on somebody's door. Just, hey, how you doing? We're walking home on the way home from work and decided to see what's going And he's already off. Kenny runs up to the front desk or front stoop 
Okay. Well, can, 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 can you're going to you're gonna go into the come yard. Back. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Kenny, you open up the gate. It squeaks as it opens, and there's the little path going up towards the the, the front. the uh, The front of the house is maybe three steps up. There's a porch. Uh, the porch goes halfway, you know, around the the house. Uh, there's an awning above, or a what do you call it a roof above the, the uh-huh. porch. Sure, porch roof. You sure. um you start to walk into the yard, going up towards the house, and the cats. They don't move, but they do kind of glance up at you going by. Um, when you get to the porch. There are three other cats on the porch, and the cats are sitting there in the same sort of position, all sort of facing the the door. Um, you said you were going to knock. No, I'm going to peek. I'm going to see like if I can like, peek through the window. I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm going to try to peek all right. around and you um you go up to the window. That's, there's there's a window next to the door. Uh, you don't smell anything. Um, there's a window next to the door, but when you look in, the curtains are drawn. What do you see, Kenny? And, and do you smell anything? I'm going to knock on his door. <laughs> okay. So, Chubby, you're going up there as well. Yeah. All right. So, Chubby, when you get up onto the porch, um, when you start to move towards the door, the cats on the porch suddenly become alert. Is the cram smell on you, Chubby? Yeah, maybe it is. That's a little weird, but... uh, Hey, can you back me up if these cats jump me, won't you? You're afraid the cats are going to jump you, Chubby? I don't know. I'm not a cat guy. I I don't know what they... They got claws that come in and out. I I think we got enough floor shimes here to keep the cats away. (laughs) (laughs) So you reach up and you you knock on the door. Yeah. Um, You wait a couple seconds. Um... There's no, there's no answer. But the cats on the porch have gone onto all fours, so now they're, they're standing up the way cats would stand. I'm up. telling you, man, they're getting ready for something. Is the front door locked? You're gonna try the front door? Yeah. All right. So you move over to where Chubby is, since you were by the window, and you reach for the handle of the front door. And when you do, these three cats that are on the porch. They do a little maneuver. They run forward, they leap up, and they hit the door with their their paws and spring off of it. So they're using it kind of as a springboard and hit you, uh, not with claws out, but almost like pushing you away from the door. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Like they don't want you to touch the door. What the hell was that? You've never seen this behavior in a cat other ever before. Hey, I'm gonna shoe him. Hey, get get out of here. Shoo, shoo. Like the fly they don't shoot tear them out soft cats. Cat does that again. I'm headed with a wrench. Is there like a back door in the uh door? There usually is if you want to walk around behind. Good uh, idea, Francis. Yeah, uh, let, let, let's see if there's another way in. The, the cats don't cats. seem to be in any way aggressive, except that they seem to react when you try to open the door. Um, You walk around the side of the house. You see another cat. Um, You walk towards the back, and it's very similar. There's a little porch and a back door. 
And um, there are at least four more cats in the backyard, all of them facing the house, sitting there quietly. Um, maybe there's one on the porch as well near the back door. Um, they mostly ignore you. They look at you a little bit and they do a spot hidden for me as well. 13, so, uh, ooh, extreme. Okay. Some of these cats, now that you're looking at them, are obviously alley cats, but some of them are, are well-kept domestic cats. Some of them have little collars on. Um, Looks like Tom brought Dick and Harry. They need to come in from the rain, so sure. And that's the other weird thing. They're not moving out of the drizzle. I, I, I've never seen a cat like to get wet. Yeah, maybe the old man feeds them and they just waiting on their dinner. That many, Ernest? Yeah, he, I, I, he's I, old. <clears throat> so walking around the house and seeing the cats acting in this way, is it like safe for us to deduce that they're like, they seem like they're guarding it? Like they Something seem like they're like that. Like they're intensely interested in the house. Oh, they're not necessarily right in front of it. They're scattered around the yard. So could I touch the side of the house to see if they react to that? Sure. Yeah, no reaction. So it's just the door. Maybe we could get some fish from from your restaurant, Lawrence, and and, and give it to the cats and and see what happens. Well, I don't want to attract more of them. Or vermin. Now, it's been probably 15 minutes that you've been standing there. The other people that you normally walk by, you know, have moved on back to their homes. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe we just call the police and and have them take care of it. Wait a minute. What are we calling the police for? Because Porter didn't come to his door? Could I try a window? Like a side Uh, window? I don't know what type of house it is. Are you trying to look in? I just want to see if they're going to react to me trying to shimmy a window. Oh, if you reach up and first of all, you can see that the curtains are drawn. Uh, If you reach up and act like you're going to try to open up a window. Yes, they react. They immediately come running over, bounce against the wall and then push you back. And then they start to form a little regiment in front of you. Like to block your access to the house. The cats are protecting the house. The, the, the cats yeah. are not that coordinated. Such a thing. This cats. is amazing. The, yeah, I'm coming up sixes and sevens. I th- I say we just open the door. I'm sure Mr. Peterson wouldn't mind. What's the big idea with these cats? But also, I mean, I mean, he just might not be home. I don't know if it's really our place to kind of the the mailbox is Porter. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, Porter. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where the police wellness check and 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 see how that is. We can tell them. Oh, we try to look for Mr. Porter um, because we haven't seen him for a while. He's an old, lonely man. That 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 kind of thing. Yeah, we're just concerned citizens doing our civic duty to make sure an elderly person is safe in his home and not being eaten by cats. Yeah, why right. my- elderly people should not be surrounded by pussy cats. Uh, Ernest, do an, uh, a spot hidden for me. Oh, that is a 36. That's a success. Um, you didn't even pay attention before, but the uh, the little red flag on the mailbox is up. Huh. 
I uh, tap uh, Ed on the shoulder. You see that before? And I make my way over to the mailbox. No. Um, yeah, I mean, well, let's see how old the mail is. That'll, that'll tell us, yeah. you know, maybe if it's like, you know, a day old, that's not a big deal. But if it's like a couple of weeks, then we have a problem. So wait, the flag up means it's for pickup, right? Right. Yeah. Which means flag. it had to have been today. Maybe I don't know the way they work. <laughs> well, I thought they all, I thought they also I'd see I don't have that kind of mailbox. I, hey, I thought the they, flag I thought up, they, the flag up tells the postman that there's something in there that's got to go out. That's correct. Well, that's not what I intended. So we'll okay. say that well, it we'll also play. tells the person it also tells <laughs> the person in the house that they got mail. There you go. There we go. We see a piece of mail sticking out of the mailbox. Right? Um, oh, yeah, I still I still want to check. Okay. You go over to the mailbox and you open it up and you can see that there are uh, a number of pieces of mail. Um, one of them looks um, kind of official, like government something. Uh, the other one looks like regular stationery. And there's a couple of bills. Penny did, did is this react uh, at all when he was like stealing no. mail? Okay. No, not at all. Kenny, is this uh, is this county paperwork? And I hand him the government. You know, it's an it's in an envelope, right? So is, I could tell if it was county or federal. No, it's uh, it's uh, U.S. government. You're thinking uh, federal. Federal man. Was he? Uh, I, here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. Nobody cares if we kill a cat here and there. Not saying we should. When there's ten or fifteen or twenty, I don't know how well nobody they'll, would they'll care about us killing a few cats. But opening somebody else's mail, they would care about that. Federal yeah. mail too. Agreed. I mean, that is a that federal is a crime. You know, like peeking in somebody's house—that's not not a crime. Well, is it a crime at this point? But you know, if we were to open what mail, opening people's mail, yeah, all right, that's a crime. I shuffle the mail and stick it back in the mailbox. Maybe you're right, Kenny. Maybe maybe I'm a little too worried. I'll 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 take a breather. I mean, it is right. curious that all these cats are just sitting here, though. Are you all? Are any of you married? No, uh, I have a wife. I yeah. have a wife. Yeah, Lawrence, surely we we established that for one stupid if, pun, but yes, if, now if, I have a wife. If you are married, you you're probably thinking wives can be pissed because. Why are you late coming home from work? Oh, 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 oh dear, I'm, I'm gentleman. I, I I I I love to find out further, but um, you know the the the, the old uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I kind of have to go. Yeah, right. my old lady's gonna start asking questions. What if you don't want to go home for that ex- same reason? I I I I I don't know what you mean. That works. <laughs> I mean, it is drizzling. You guys are getting all right. Yeah, maybe we give it till tomorrow, Ed. What do you say? And then we come back if uh, the cats are still here, if Mr. Peterson still seems like a no-show. What do you say, boys? Yeah, I'll bring my flashlight. Mr. Peterson is never going to show up because it's Mr. Porter. 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 (laughs) I'm going to write that down. I, I, I think that's a great idea. I'm, I'm sure by tomorrow they'll all be gone. It's probably maybe rats or something. All right, so you're all going to go home? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. So you go home. You have a normal evening. Um, 
you eat your meal, you uh, entertain yourself by reading a book or whatever, um, you end up going to bed. I'd like you all to do power rolls. Oh, yes, fail. Beautiful failure. Fail. I rolled exactly my pow. Does Ty go to me? Uh, no, that be yeah, that, that goes to you. Okay. I rolled a success. 50, uh, 52 out of 55. All right. Those of you who had successes, you um you sleep soundly. Um those of you who, who failed your power roll, you have sort of a strange nagging feeling as you're getting ready for bed. Um uh, you you kind of have tried to block the cat thing out of your mind. You've got better things to think about. But as you're laying there and you're in your sleep, you you find yourself somewhere out in the country. Maybe it's summertime or springtime. You're on a on the crest of a hill. There's a dark forest somewhere behind you. And down in the valley, you can see a, uh, a village. Looks like an old medieval-style village. And there are fields all around it. But down in the fields, at first, you're not sure what you're looking at, but it starts to become very symmetrical. And then you realize that it's an army. Um, there are countless soldiers uh, out in these fields, and they are armed. And they are marching. And if it wasn't for the fact that armies don't usually attack a single person, um, you look at them and they look like they are all marching in your direction. You can hear the thunder of their you know, their their marching uh, as it as it almost shakes the ground. And uh, you wake up in the morning. Uh, you, you slept okay, but you, you're a little restless this morning. Um, so you all get up, you go through your same routine, you uh, get dressed, you have your breakfast, and you head out. This morning, it is quite dry. Uh, the, the sun has come up, uh, and uh, there, you know, there are things, the grass is a little wet, and the flowers are, have morning dew on them. But uh, seems like it's going to be a much brighter spring day today as you once again meet with your friends and you begin walking to work. You've almost by this moment forgot about yesterday. But as you're walking down Peabody, there's that house down the street. And as you get closer to it, you realize that the yard is filled with cats. There must be at least 50 of them at this point. Uh, what uh, the hell? Kenny, you, you, you work with the a a animal control, right? Should we call call, call animal control? That, that doesn't seem normal. Animal control at this period only deals with dogs. They usually don't care about cats because they keep the rat and mice population down. But this is weird. So get um, cats? What's that? 50 cats? Yeah, they're all all, the, all around the house in the yard. Um, do a spot hidden, Kenny. 
zero one. I got a critical. Nice. Well, the others don't quite notice this, but as you come up, you suddenly realize that there is a solid pattern there. All of the black cats are standing together. All of the white cats are standing together. All of the calicos are standing together. All like of the in tabbies. Formation? Well, no, but in groups by color. I'm just it's thinking of the dream I had. Like bizarre. That. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what dream? I don't say that out loud. Oh, okay. You guys, now that. weird now. Like last night was all fun and games, but this morning, this is weird. Yeah, it is. That's there's too many cats. Um, what do you want to do? I want to get to the bottom of this. Well, the mail is still in the mailbox. <laughs> you put it back. Well, there's a sign for you, Kenny. I agree. The truth is, because you don't know, you've never seen a car there. You don't know if he's uh, on vacation or. You know, could be anything. Could be any reason. I just move. I start. Kenny's impulsive. He just starts kicking his way through the cats, not deliberately trying to kick a cat. Yeah. Ken. Ken. And then I go up to the front door, and is it locked? Is the front door locked? All right. Once again, there's similar. Now you've got a lot more cats to wade through. And I'm Um, waiting. They 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 don't particularly want to get kicked. Um, so they're they're kind of getting a little bit out of your way, but they're not. Uh, a couple of them, as you get a little too close, they'll give you a slap with their paw as sure. you go by. The thing that you notice at this point, the thing that really is bizarre here, is that none of the cats have made any noise. They've not cried. They've not mewed. They've not done anything except the one that you hit with a rock. Um, they are they are all dead dead quiet. Um, as you get closer and closer to the door, they try to block your way on purpose. It seems on purpose. And if you reach for the door handle, and you do do it quick enough, you do find that the door is locked. They start bouncing off you again, trying to push you back away from the door. That's the damnedest thing. That is crazy. It's crazy. You get the distinct feeling they do not want you to go in the house. Well, I'm just batting them out of the way. I mean, is is it locked? I'm sorry. Is it, it is locked? It's locked. I start knocking. I'll knock. Yeah, they'll let you knock. No answer. Oh, you also, we... you can see too, that you haven't seen any lights in the house either. So do we, are, are we, are we doing this now? Uh, right. we, we, we have work to, 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 to go to. I have a new collection. I need to finish indexing. Are you guys, did you come up the walk? Are you still out on the street? Yeah, I walked up with Kenny. Yeah, I walked up. Uh-huh. I'm at least by the mailbox at this point. The yeah. cats now are actively trying to block your path. Chums, if we don't get in here now, there's going to be 150, 200 cats by the time we come back. Every cat in Arkham is going to be in this yard. Um, maybe so, maybe okay, so, Kenny, move out the way. I will uh, run and try to put my weight against the door. Okay. Do a dex roll. All right. 
Chubby's kind of looking around, making sure that no one's got eyes on us as he I see what he's trying to do. Uh, are you sure, Chubby, we shouldn't get some fish and whatnot and bribe our way away from the maybe lure them away with Chubby? Too late for that. You, all, you also yeah. know that there are yes. other people Actually, on the streets. If I um if if you let me spend four luck, I can make that a hard. If you want to. When you say it like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll spend it. Why not? Do it. Okay. You um you run up, you hit the door pretty hard. Um, what's your strength? 70. Oof. Yeah, you hit it pretty hard. You hear the 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 frame crack uh, <laughs> as it uh, as the door um, the door almost swings open. At that point, the cats go kind of nuts. They uh, they literally start piling up to keep you from going in the house. Um, but they're doing this all quietly, no sound at all. They're trying to push you back. Uh, it's it's almost like you you think that if you try to take a step forward you're gonna trip and fall. Uh-huh. And, you all right, man? Uh, I'm good, but I I like they're like I guess well I'm, I guess no I'm not okay. Like they're creating a tower of cats, and that's very <laughs> no I'm not okay. I'm kind of freaking out at this point. Right. So I'm just like, whoa, whoa, you know, I'm like, a little help here? <laughs> yeah, take it easy. There's other, there's people on the street, man. A, cu- a couple of the cats have actually grabbed a hold of your pant legs, and they're trying to pull you away from the house. Oh, 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 it's okay. these, bizarre. These cats are acting like they're, they're, they're intelligent. I start knocking cats away from Eddie. Start kicking them and throwing them. Okay. Um... <laughs> You start to do that, and the cats uh, from other parts of the yard start coming around, and they're going to start jumping up onto you, Kenny, and giving you scratches. Oh, I can't we have, have that. We have got to get in the uh, house. Yeah. We're, we're helping him. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm batting the cats away. Right. I, I'm trying to pull them by the, by the scruff of their necks and just, oh. yeah. And I'm just trying to get all of us in the house. Um, come on, let's move. I don't think that door opened. Yes, yeah, I opened. No, yeah, it yeah. didn't. But well, all of our weight take, against take it much now to, to all of our weight open. against it might. All right, um, the cats are uh, still not making any noise, uh, and they are doing their best to try and keep you from going in the house. But you break down the door. Is there and, a broom? Uh, what's that? Is there a broom on the stoop? No. Okay. Do they you, come in the house? Well, first of all, you open up the door and you look inside. And what you see is um, the living room. At first, you think it's kind of pandemonium inside, but then you realize it's really not. There are piles of books. There are piles of papers. Um, there's dust everywhere. Uh it looks like almost bordering on a hoarder's house. Um, you can see there is a pile of old newspapers in the corner, some of which have never been opened. Um, there are magazines, there are books, there are shelves of books. Um, 
there are there is uh, there are a couple of large boxes on the ground that seem to be filled with books. You think maybe an encyclopedia because they all look the same, you know, from at least from a distance. Um, there are piles of those same books on a counter, uh, and there is a little path that you know wends its way through the piles of stuff. It looks like what you'd expect from an old person who just doesn't care anymore about cleaning up the house. And as you are there, uh, the cats are moving back and forth just outside the door, but they don't come in the door. I'm going to start calling out, Mr. Porter, Mr. Porter, are, are you around, Mr. Porter? We're, we're is, here to see if you're okay. There is no sound, no no response. Uh, but also, you notice something else. There is no smell. You don't smell a dead body. You don't smell food that's been left out. Okay. It just smells normal. Like stale air? Like stale air, like just a little like dusty. A just smells yeah. like a house. Like a house. You get the feeling at that point that maybe he is on vacation and you just broke into his house. Because <laughs> if he was dead, you'd oh, expect some really nasty smell. Yeah, maybe we're overthinking this, gentlemen. Maybe we step back, go to work, cool our heads, have some of that leftover clam bake. Am I right, Chubby? And Wait a call minute. It a Wait, we're all inside, and we just had to fight our way through a horde of cats. That's it, not it's, normal. It, it's well, breaking and entering. Understood, but we were under the pretext that we were doing this in case uh, Mr. Porter was hurt. And now Did it anybody seems grab like... the mail? No. no, you left it in the box. <laughs> look, we're here. Let's look around. There's a reason why the cats are all looking at the house. Let's just look around. Hello. I, I, I I'll, I'll look the at the house. books. How about that? And then I start looking through all right. the books to see. The um the books in the boxes and the ones stacked on the thing, they seem to be copies of the same book. Um uh fairly thick book. Uh the cover on it is kind of a light blue. And uh, the words on the front of it are um, Tibet and the Culture of Religion by William Wilhelm Porter. Uh, oh, I, I wonder if Mr. Porter's specially publisher author, it, it looks like these are maybe books he wrote that never sold. And then I start thumbing through the books just because. Yeah, they're in good condition. They seem like they're fairly new, maybe. Mm. You know, were published. You look in the front of the at the plate. They were published last year, um, and it lists him as uh, Professor Wilhelm Porter, Miskatonic University Anthropological Studies. And he's got degrees after his name, PhD. So maybe we could call the university to see if he's on the sabbatical or or, or, or some or ask about his whereabouts. Good idea. Well, that doesn't explain why all the cats were looking at him just because he's an author. Let's look around the house. Yeah, Maybe he's a uh, really lonely person. He's got a lot of cats. Chubby's very torn. He's very curious and wants to know what's in this house. But he also knows he's doing the wrong thing here. Is there a telephone? I look for a telephone in the house. There is not a telephone in the house that you can find. Like I say, you'd have to wade through all of the... Uh, all of the stuff that's in here. 
it would literally take you days to clean up if you were going to clean up. I look in the kitchen. What What's the best guess from the last time somebody was in the kitchen? The kitchen uh, is in the uh, back. That's where the back door it was. Um, and it's fairly uh, neat. Um, uh, there are no dirty dishes. Uh, there are, once again, piles of documents and things like that on the counters, places where he stacked up National Geographic magazines and all sorts of things like that. However, if you open up the fridge, um, there are some vegetables in there that have gone there, you know, could have been a couple of weeks. Can I take a look in the trash? Uh, sure. Uh, there's there's almost no trash inside the house. For the National Geographics and also um, if I thumb through the book, is there, or, or, or heck, even decorations around, <laughs> around mm -hmm. the room, is there a cat theme or any cat-related thing at all or okay? No, nothing in particular. Um, do, a, do an intelligence roll. I'm going to spend uh, five luck to pass. Okay. With that, as you're looking around and you're sort of mentally assessing what you're seeing, you see a house that at some point in time, there was a woman in here, probably his wife. There are things that are a little feminine. The couch that's buried and stuff uh, looks uh -huh. like a nice fancy one. The curtains are kind of fancy. Um, uh, but that hasn't been the case for a long time. And then there's a lot of masculine sort of things. It looks like there's a lot of things that he might have collected in his travels. Um, there are books about other countries. Of course, he's he's written Tibet and the Culture of Religion, um, little knickknacks and things like that, but nothing particularly cat-themed. So I point all. that out to the rest of the group around, hey, you know, maybe there used to be a Mrs. Porter, but she's no longer around. Da, 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 da. Okay. Well, that's all that's all well and good, but hmm? listen, if I'm gonna break into a guy's house, it's because I thought maybe he was hurt or something. So I'm gonna go room to room and see if maybe he's not, you know, fallen and couldn't get up. I'm gonna go with yeah. Chubby. Yep. Lots yeah. of academics burn through wives. That ain't no big deal. <laughs> Do I see the basement door anywhere? Uh, the basement door is at the base of the stairs. It's like one of those that goes to under under the stairs. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's kind of a little narrow door, but it's it's there. Everybody's house has a basement. Did you want to go into the basement? I wanted to shine my flashlight down the steps. Okay. You carry a flashlight with you? Oh, yeah, you probably do. Um, well, you, no, uh, I, I said I was going to bring one for, after we left oh, the okay. shadowing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you open up the, the basement door and, and there's you can see there's narrow wooden steps going down. You can see also there is a, a pull cord for a light that's right at the top of the stairs. Um, you shine it down there. You can see that it's um, a stone floor. Uh, there seem to be boxes and maybe some furniture. Uh, there's a furnace. Uh, the house is kind of chilly, though. Doesn't look like the heat's been on for a while. Anything in there, Ed? Are uh, you going to go down? No. Um, 
Well, I will. Well, I'll. I mean, I'll. I'll say something to Francis. Like, uh, well, I don't see anything so far. I mean, but it, the, the furnace is off, so he hasn't been here for a while. Let's go down and take a look. Then you, you, you have a flashlight. Is there a light in 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 the basement? Okay, I'll try that light above me. All right. Yes, it turns on. It's you know it's an old incandescent, so it doesn't cast a lot of light, but it's kind of a yellowish light. Um, you can see there's dust on the steps. There's there's cobwebs. It doesn't look like anybody's been down here for quite a while. So I don't um, see like footprints in the dust, anything no. like that. And if you go down the stairs just a little and to where you can see the whole, it's kind of what you'd expect. You know, the uh, the detritus of uh, 50 years of uh, boxes and furniture and nothing in particular. There's there's a path leading towards the furnace, but there's, it doesn't look like it's been used in maybe a week or two. A week. Okay. All right, so I kind of like shine around and I'm like, well, I don't really see anything down here. Um, I don't really, I mean, there's no, I mean, I'm not smelling anything, so there's no need to really go through his stuff. I, let's check I, one I, of the other. Yeah, let's check into one of the other rooms. I want to look out the front door. What are the cats doing? The cats are all standing there now, sort of like they were before, uh, right up next to the door frame, but they're not stepping inside. Um, there's a CF still. Going. Not if making any go, noise at all. If I try to go pick up a cat and and move it in the door, what happens? Um, it's in your hands, right? Uh, uh, nothing, but it doesn't seem to like you picking it up. Okay, but uh, but like it's okay. Does it make noise then? No, it struggles to get away. And of course, you know how a cat right. once a cat wants out of your hands, you're you're yeah. gonna have not to much drop you can do. Yeah. And if you drop it, it it immediately leaps back outside, turns around, and faces the house. All of it these is. little little green and yellow cat's eyes staring at you. That that there's something about this house that the cats don't don't like. Are, are they trying to keep us out or keep us in? No, they're just, definitely trying to keep us out. Do they you want to kicking do, me away from the door? Do you want to try to leave? Yeah, I'm going to try to step up one foot out and see what happens. They have no problem. They let you leave. Okay. Do they like part like the Red Sea? No, but you know, if you try to step over them, they'll they'll let you step out. Um, there's a reluctance to let you back in, but um, they and they their concentration doesn't seem to be on you in wow. particular, unless you are physically trying to move them or something. Could I try to follow their um, their eyes to see? what they're looking at i think it's just generally into the the structure into the building do uh do chubby and i see anything as we start checking the other rooms yeah um, you start working your way around there's like a den and there's uh there is a a guest bedroom on the bottom it's it's empty uh but it's it's sort of put together um he has stored some things in the corners um, I don't want to make it sound like he's messy. He's not messy. He's just got a ridiculous amount of stuff in his house. Storage. Um, uh, yeah, uh, down uh, on this, on the, on the 
the ground level, you see anything other than the same sort of stuff again. There's no magical cat idol glowing in the dark or anything like that. You know, nothing really seems amiss here except the cats. I mean, if we're really that worried about the guy, I mean, we can pop over to the university and see what he's up to. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. We're going to have to explain this busted door. Well, what do you mean? It, it is the same as Pride and Prejudice. It, we, we just found it that way. That's right. I like the way you think, Francis. You do well in accounting. I heard you have no way of knowing if anybody out on the street anywhere saw that you guys yeah, broke into people. the house. <laughs> it's totally true. Well, 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 anyways, we could go to the university and see if maybe he's on a trip or... Uh, Guys, I just think that we are in the house. There's got to be something in this house. But you know Kenny, what? I, I'm telling you, I think the mail might have been important. Well, it's still there. I think somebody's going to have to run to the mailbox, get it. That should be easy. And then run back in the house. <laughs> Who's oh, the you know, it's funny. of us all? And we're not thinking right. I mean, we took umbrage with, you know, oh, we're not supposed to look through other people's mail, but let's break into his house. You guys are also getting late for work. Oh, 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 my my collections, gentlemen, my collections. All yeah. right. All right. Maybe we talk about this over lunch and we'll see what happens at five o'clock, gentlemen, but we probably do have things to attend to. All right. Well, hopefully the door closes. Do a look the frame cracks. <laughs> the cats will form a wall of spine. How hard do you have to hit a door to crack the frame? You find that if you kind of pull it, then it kind of, you know how the crack in the wood will sort of press together and it kind yeah. of looks okay. But the fact is, you know that if you come back up to it later, you can just open it. Yeah. This isn't going to fool anybody. So, so question, were the cats jumping off of the doors earlier to bounce against us or the walls? <clears throat> because the next the time they do that, some of those cats are going to fly right into the, into the room. <laughs> so you all come outside, though? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they, were, they were doing it against the walls when uh, Ed, Ed went around to the side of the house. Yeah. Oh. All right. So you, you go back out into the front yard and the cats kind of, like you say, kind of part ways to let you leave. Um, but then they form a kind of a little wall between you guys and the front door again. It does really feel like they're trying to keep you away from the house. Is that a sanity they check? Do that. Who's who's standing? Whoever is standing next to me, I point out that all of the black cats are with all of the black cats, and all of the white cats are with all of the white cats, and all of the calicos are with all of the calicos. Uh, Wait, that is yeah. a statistical anomaly, Kenny. It's pretty amazing. You also see that some of them are alley cats, some of them have collars, some of them look like they were brushed, some of them are fluffy, some of them are soaking wet. Yeah, almost um, like. They're, they're organized like like an army. Did you, um, are you going to grab the mail? Who yeah. went out for the mail? Uh, you know what? Let's We're grab the mail. Already. We're already outside. They didn't bother us when we went to grab the mail the first time. Hopefully they don't this time. I'll, I'll go grab it. I grabbed it the first time. Okay. 
So I, I, I say gentlemen, uh, it, 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 it must have been all, all the medieval studies I've been do, doing too. But last night I, I had this weirdest dream about armies all, all, all sort of marching and, and, and blocking places that like that that the see you know hearing Kenny mention the way the cats are organized it it, it, it almost feels like that I'm, I'm sure it's nothing but I just can't shake the feeling that there, there, there's something weird here so if you're all going to go to work you grab the mail are you guys maybe you guys could get together for lunch yeah I At recommended Chubby's, that yeah. yeah okay we'll go to Chubby's I guess yeah yeah, yeah. Why don't we all take a piece of mail and we can read it and uh, we'll meet up for lunch and see what we find. Oh, wait, man. Uh, we will all be guilty. Yeah. <laughs> for the sake You're of the game, counted. why don't you all read the mail yeah. at lunch together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, why don't we just, why don't, right, wait, yeah. wait, what are we waiting for? Let's we read have to go right to work. Now. We have to go to work. We do have to get to work. It's true. We'll have an hour at lunch. What do yeah. you say, boys? All uh, right, Ernest, you hang out of the mail then and then we'll meet at Chubby's for lunch. So, all right. Chubby owns this restaurant and he can kind of, you know, have his employees kind of run the place for a little while. Yeah. Um, would it be possible for Chubby to walk on over to the university and just see? The university is across the, the river. Um, you could, it would take you, you know, 40 minutes to walk. You could grab, grab a cab. Her, yeah. There's just, trams. Can he just jump on a tram and go down there? Yeah, streetcar. Sure that there's, I don't know that they have streetcars that cross bridges because um, they usually have underground cables that are pulling them. But in this case, uh, it's not that big a deal to, to grab a cab or. or yeah, he was like just that. since, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound, Chubby was just thinking of going to the administration office and saying, say, you know, uh, I walk by old man Porter's house every day and I haven't seen him in quite a while. Is he, you know, do you, to... do you want to do that before lunch? If, if that's something I think I can get done real quick before lunch, like stop in for 10 minutes and say, Hey, say, is he out of town or something? Or... All right. So you, um, you get a cap, you, you go over to the university. Um, uh, of course, school's going on. So there's, uh, there are students everywhere. Uh, it's a beautiful campus. Uh, you head over toward the administration building and you go inside and uh, you go up to a secretary at the counter. Uh, yes, sir. Can I help you? Yeah. So, uh, uh, my name is uh, Lawrence Woodman. Chubby, most people know me by. I own the restaurant up the way. Yeah, you got the restaurant. Yeah, it's nice. Home with the fried clam. Well, anyways, um, I walk to work every day and, and I hope I'm not bothering you or taking up your time, but... I, every day I walk to work with, you know, some of my friends that I've made along the way. And I walk by um, Professor Harris House. Uh, Porter? Old man? Old guy? Um, professor here? I think so. Let me check the directory. What department? Do you have any idea? Oh, shoot. Um, no, I think it was something. Uh, I, Wilhelm was his first name. Wilhelm Porter. Wilhelm uh, Porter. I couldn't tell you the department. I don't quite. I didn't get that acquainted with him. Um, I'm showing here that he is no longer a professor. He was a professor here. Um, uh, he was recently discharged. Oh. Okay. Like like retired. Uh, it doesn't actually say. Um, 
but uh, yeah, he was in the anthropology department. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I just hadn't seen him in a while. He could be on vacation or something, but you know, he's getting up there in age, and I just wanted to check on him. Uh, well, I'm I'm sorry, I can't help you other than that. I mean, there's people in the anthropology department, there's other teachers. Sure, sure. No, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks for the help. Sure, sure. All right. You well, hang you back. Find the restaurant anytime you want. Cool, I will. All right, cool. see you then. All right, so you head on back to your yeah, restaurant. Yeah, I'm not going to keep the, the Takes room. you up, you know, total time, half an hour. Okay. So I use the rest of my time before lunch to get uh, a nice meal set up. I kind of cordon off the back room. Where yeah, you've you probably got a, a number of back rooms. Mm-hmm. That's where your speakeasy is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so lunchtime comes and you all end up uh, in one of Chubby's back rooms at the restaurant. Um, and you've got the mail. Yeah, uh, Chubby charging morning. us for lunch. I have a question, Chubby. Are you charging <laughs> us for lunch? No. Why would I? Absolutely not. On the house. Wow. I have a bucket of clams, please. <laughs> yeah, I've got a whole spread. I've got fried clams, steamed clams. I've got uh, my famous chips. Um, Dig in, boys. I uh, I toss a piece of mail at Kenny. I say, here, hopefully that's a Christmas card from Grandma to pay for the clams. <laughs> okay. So Look, here's the thing. If we all open this mail, we're all committing a crime. But if one of us opens the mail, then only one of us is committing a crime. <laughs> all right. So now before I show you any of this, I have to... I suddenly realized they've all got dates on them and the dates are all wrong unless they come from the future somehow. So uh, maybe that's part pretend of the plot. Maybe that's like, the plot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the plot. Uh, I just got the year wrong. So it's, it's 1924. Just pretend they're all 1924. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So you've got a couple of, you've got a letter. Uh, looks like there is a, uh, uh, a telegram uh, that was folded up and put in there with the mail as well. And there is, um, there is that federal looking mm-hmm. piece of paper. What do you want to look at first? I'll take the federal piece and I'll toss the other one at uh, Kenny when I make the grandma quip. <laughs> Department of the Navy, Washington, DC, 6th of April, 1926. That was 1924. <laughs> Excuse me, 1924. That was that was pretty recently. Here, yeah, look, uh, from Commander Naval Sea Systems Command to Professor Wilhelm J. Porter, subject Seaman James F. Porter. Wow, my dear Mister Porter, this letter is to inform you of the location transfer of your son from his previous location at Naval Station Newport to new assignment Western Pacific Islands. Correspondence with your son can be freely continued. Using the address below, your son is an exemplary officer. You should be proud. Station in Guam. Address correspondence to James F. Porter. Looks like he has a son. Nothing unusual about that. And maybe he went to visit his son. Uh, and who got the, the, the letter? Uh, Kenny, I think. Kenny. I guess Kenny. I did. All right, Kenny, uh, you open up the letter 
and uh, this is what you find. Wilhelm, consider this your final notice. Who is this from? Oh, this is from the university. If you want to preserve these Tibetan artifacts, you need to come pick them up ASAP. As I've informed you previously, they are boxed together neatly and are currently stored in my office. If you prefer that I mail them to you, please let me know where you'd like them sent. Unless circumstances have changed, I don't believe you have sufficient space at home to store them. If you're unable or unwilling to collect these artifacts within the next two weeks, I will have no choice but to put them up for auction. A portion of the proceeds will go to the department, of course, for our time and troubles. Please respond, Wilhelm. Regardless of what you're going through now, this is highly unprofessional of you. I wonder what he's going through. And this is from the anthropology department. Somebody named Alvin uh, Haig. And it's from You know, boys, um, I forgot to mention, I ran down to the university today before lunch. And uh, I just went to the reception and I asked, you know, how, how uh, Porter was doing, walked by his house every day, just checking in on him. Apparently he got discharged recently. They didn't say- Discharged? Yeah. For, 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 for a tenured professor to get discharged, it takes a lot. Yeah, and this well, this this letter here seems to corroborate that. I uh, I was wondering if he just retired or something, but I don't know. Sounds like he's been uh, in a bit of hot water at work. Yeah, I, I mean, sounds like he disappeared. Not not that I suggest we we do anything improper, but if we somehow get our hands on these artifacts, I, yeah, I they sound valuable. I do have a place in in the library where where we can examine it, and and I do know people in in, in that field from you know my 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 current job. We can find out more. Not not that I think we should do it, of course. Well, we can compensate them for their time and make it professional. I've got a little bit set back. Who grabbed the telegram? That, I, I don't grab. believe that one was claimed. I'll, or, I'll grab it. All right. The telegram seems to be from just two days ago. Uh, must have been dropped in the box by a, uh, what do you call it? A, a yeah. delivery, a, a message oh, boy. What's it say, Ed? All right, so I wipe a little clam juice off of it. And this to Wilhelm Porter, stop. From Alvin Haig, PhD, Department of Anthropology, stop. Urgent, stop. Must collect your Tibetan artifacts, stop. If you not, if you do not, artifacts will be auctioned next week. Stop. Artifacts still held in my office. Stop. Please respond. Stop. And that's the end of the message. Does it have a date? Yeah. Well, a couple days ago. Oh, right. Two days ago. We, so we, it, we, we don't if, have much time. If you look at it, it seems like they've been trying to get a hold of him for a few weeks. Right. I, I mean, it can't hurt to to look. I I, I think, gentlemen. I don't. Th- I don't know. I mean, what's the play here? We finish well, up at five o'clock. We meet over at the. Is it the university that we'd be looking at? The the, yep. the Department of Anthropology, I think. Yeah, maybe we catch him after hours. We take a little peek and see what uh, is going on with Mister Porter. Or, or or we just collect it because uh, again they were going to put it to auction anyways. So. It's a good point. Almost Francis. like a victimless crime. 
Yeah, why don't we talk to this uh, Hague guy? See what the deal is with uh, Porter. All right. So you enjoy your lunch. You go back to work. Five o'clock rolls around. Uh, you guys clock out. So we call ahead to let him know that we're coming so he doesn't disappear. Um, sure. Uh, when you call, he is currently teaching a class, but uh, a message is left that. Uh, uh, what do you say in the message? Um, I'll say that, um, I guess, Mr. Francis Chu from the um, James Bell collection at the Blubbo Library, you know, um, is interested in talking to him um, about some um, scholarly research um, and, you know, looks forward to visiting him this afternoon at his convenience. So you're playing it as if you're a stranger coming in who just happens to grab all of the stuff and leave. And now, aren't we going to say that this dude sent us? Yeah, like we know nothing. We're, so I'm just going to find out, you know, I was talking to Mr. Po so my play is, oh, yeah, you know, um, I ran into this um, colleague of his called William Port uh, Wilhelm Porter, um, who had, you know, mentioned some interest in Tibetan stuff. Um, I lost track of him. So um, anyone okay. I talked to, yeah, like that kind of thing. We'll, yeah. we'll play it out. Do you, sure, do sure, you sure. run this idea by us at lunch? Um, yes. Why don't we just show up with the telegram? And say Alvin sent us over to pick this shit up. I like that. We and say we don't know. Let's just play dumb. We don't know what's going on. Alvin I can hire a moving company. Two bucks a Perfect. day. And we don't even need to give our names. Even better. No, I can hire a moving company. We'll have a flatbed over there by five. It's gonna Let's be just call the boxes. anthropology. <laughs> okay. All right. Coming over. All right. Know if it's the, the less names, the better. Per per perfect. All right. So you drive over to the university. Uh, you locate. It's it's about five o'clock. We'll say too that uh, that Francis, you you told him to expect you after working hours. So, um, you get there. You work your way through the campus. There's not so many people at this time of the day, but there's still quite a few students. It looks like they might have something going on in the uh the you know the hall um you find the anthropology department it's on the second floor you go up and uh down a hallway and there is a door with a you know glass window in the door and inside you see an old man looks like he's probably in his uh mid-60s sitting behind a desk scribbling away at something you know on the on the table Let me do the talking and uh, you open it up, and he's he's like, "Oh, um, are you the guy that called?" Yeah, hiya, Pally. Look, we're here working for uh, Alvin Porter, and we're supposed to pick up some crates. We've got a truck around back. Do you have a loading dock? This is just three cardboard boxes right there. That's it. That's all that it ever was. Why didn't he tell you that it was something? No, it's just like him. He's such a did you work? Did you work with him? Yeah, I worked with him. Uh, all right. Well, look, there's five of us, so I don't know why he would send all of you over here. I well, mean, he was—he's an odd bird. You know what I mean? I sent him. I sent him a number of. It's an odd bird is right. Strange. Very difficult to get along with that man. But then you probably know that. Um, no, it's oh. just those three boxes there, and I think that box there is his uh, book that he wrote. Uh, 
Okay, we'll, we'll take we'll take that box too. Please. Well, what's the deal? Did you uh, part ways in uh, an odd way? I mean, I kind of asked myself the same question: Why couldn't he come pick these up himself? Uh, himself. I have no idea. I've sent him. Uh, I've sent him a, a letter. I sent him a telegram. I uh, tried to get him on the phone, but he's got no phone. Um. Uh, I was just gonna. I mean, why should I go out of my way to to bring him his crap? We, uh, yeah, he he worked here, right? We're yes, he was uh, here for uh, twenty years, but uh, a little crazy, if you ask me. So, did he just retire or what? No, he uh, he kept uh, missing class. He kept not showing up. Um, uh, his mind seemed to be, you know, old person mind. Um, it just got to the point where it was no longer acceptable, and they asked him to retire. Well, sure, but, uh, sure. Hey, did he ever talk about any of his pet cats? He's got like 55 of them. I've never mentioned cats to me. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Honestly, it's become an issue in town. Frankly, I mean, I was at his house maybe twice in the past 20 years. And the man was um, a pack rat, um, at least since his wife died. Yeah. How, how long ago was that? I, I, I don't know. Five years, 10 years ago. Sure, sure. Frankly, I'm just glad to have the department back. And Sure, sure. Where did all this stuff come from? I think most of it is probably, you know, Asian, uh, Tibet. Uh, he did a lot of extensive traveling in his youth. Sure. So, so you mentioned getting get, getting the department back. What, 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 what was he running the department before? That? No, no, no. It was just he was like that thorn in your side that's just constantly causing problems in the department. And frankly. I mean, I don't think he was so bad years ago, but he's just gotten progressively worse. Um, very difficult, yells at his students. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm surprised that work he, he was doing here must have been important enough for, for, for you guys to keep him around. I mean, what, it's just academic, on? academic stuff. He write, wrote a book. There's this book over there. It's boring as hell. I want to grab that book and thumb through it. It's the same one that you saw in that. Oh, house. okay, okay. Yeah. He's got a whole box full of them. I mean, it's like I say, it's academic stuff. It's uh it's the only people that would ever want to read it would be it's it's it would be academics and only those in specialized fields of, of anthropology. Uh it's never gonna be a bestseller. And, and yeah. you said that it's, it's recently in, in the past few months that he started acting up. No, I mean it's been for about a year. He's oh, been. Oh wow! But you know, people get old, and uh, I guess I guess I shouldn't talk. I'm I'm on the edge of that now. But he was he just went off the deep end pretty quickly. Sure, sure. Well, we won't trouble you anymore, Pally. We'll just right. take these and head on out. Please help yourself. Thanks oh, for oh, the assistance. By, by the way, was was there anyone in the department that he was actually, you know, not offensive to? I don't know. Everybody complained. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. 
All right. So you grab the boxes and you head out. Are you heading towards uh, Francis's uh, library? Yeah. Well, no. Wait, wait. So what do we've got? We've got a truck. We've got three boxes, cardboard boxes. They're Tibetan artifacts. Where are we Those going? Cardboard boxes like you can carry them. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. do we do we open these boxes? I imagine we're having this conversation around the flatbed hey. outside right now. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, can go I mean, back to my uh, private room, the lobster trap. Um, no one will bother us there. We can have a few beers, crack these boxes open. Sounds good to me. Let's All right. Go. All right. So you head on back to the uh, the chubby chubby's place. What's the name of your place, chubby? Woodman's. Oh, Woodman's. Okay, Woodman's restaurant. Uh, you get there. It's kind of light right now. There's some, um, the, the the dinner crowd is starting to come in, but uh, you, you get to the back. You've got probably a uh, a manager that's good and trustworthy, and he runs the place when you're not there. Uh, you head in the back, and you immediately realize that one of the boxes is just solid books. It's the same books. It's, <laughs> you know, a hundred copies of yeah. uh, of his uh, book of Tibet and the culture of religion. Yeah. Um, the second book, the second box has a bunch of um, trinkets in it. Um, some of them look like they're from Asia. Some of them look like a bit of African stuff. Uh, they look like the kind of things that you'd sell tourists, you know, when you're uh, when you're traveling around. The third box, you open it up. The first thing, this box seems to have had a little bit more care in uh, in packing. Uh, on the top there, there seems to be red velvet inside the box. And when you open up the, the piece of red velvet on the top, there is what looks like a, a silk um, cloth that is, you know, wound wound up to make it nice and neat. Um, you uh, you take a hold of it and you open it up. It's actually quite large and it seems to be silk that has been painted on one side. And what it looks like is this. Oh, so, it's very intricate, very delicate, very beautiful. Using my occult skills, um, does Francis recognize the different symbols, the source, what they mean, and that kind of thing? Well, you can roll occult, or if you guys have, um, well, occult's probably the best thing. So, if anybody, if you want to roll occult, I want to make. I don't think I don't know if this is appropriate at all, but I'm very skilled in natural world. Would I get anything with a natural world success? Uh, only that it is pure silk. Okay. And right. very, very yeah. finely made. Um, I'm spending two points for a hard occult success. Okay. With a hard, um, you're pretty sure you've, maybe you did a, a little study one time of uh, uh, Tibetan uh, art. Um, this is Salye du Dalma, the goddess of sleep or the protector of dreams. So I, I explained that to um to 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 the rest of the folks. Do do I know any or, or think of any association between 
this and weird cats trying to do anything? What do you mean? Protector of dreams, goddess of dreams. Um, you know, uh, goddess of sleep. Yeah. Goddess of sleep. So, you know, There's the dream goddess in Tibet. These are Tibetan. Mm-hmm. You also find a small necklace. Um, the necklace looks quite valuable. You're pretty sure that it is jade. Ooh, jade and silver. Whoa! Now we're talking. Ooh, that is a that is a rock. If if, if I cross reference both the picture and this artifact with his book, like looking at the index, are there any references to it at all? You you have no references to it. Okay, so the book um, doesn't. It definitely talk about... looks Tibetan. Okay, there are there are things on it that would lead you to believe that it was Tibetan. Okay. Finally, in the bottom, wrapped in that red velvet, when you unfold it, there is a, I guess you could call it a dagger or a sword that looks like this. Whoa, what's that thing on the end? Flames? What's that symbol on the hill? Is that like an animal? Well, you're not exactly sure. It's like a face. You realize that the blade itself is not particularly sharp. So you're thinking this is used more symbolically than is is that decoration else. on the end part of it? it that's yes. Like, so it's yes. all like welded together. It's what? all welded together. Yes. This all is ceremony. the goofiest kind of knife I've ever seen. And I'm an Eagle Scout. Well, I want for stabbing people. You can't even shuck a clam with this thing. It's mostly for 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 ceremonial uh, or, or, or ritualistic use, I think. More more jewelry than 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 practical use. I'm trying to think, this old guy was a real weirdo. I mean, it, it's a cultural artifact. I, I I think if he's researching it, it it, it doesn't seem inappropriate. I, I I might have similar pieces from 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 the Middle East, um, you know, in my collections too. Yeah, but he he was researching it, but he left it. I'm I'm more surprised that the university would let him keep keep it. These these belong in a museum. Francis, what if he found out it was something he wasn't supposed to have? Do you ever see that? I I, I mean, archaeologists and and thieves are sometimes synonymous, depending on who you talk to. So, interesting. What does synonymous mean? Um, they, they, they mean the same and who thing. we're talking to, we're talking to you. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, there are times where they can get things I need, or my library needs, rather. It are is you now. stealing books? <laughs> you not know burning them thieves? beforehand, Ed. <laughs> What's are you money? saying that you know art thieves? I, 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 I'm just saying that we, we, we all know people. But they exist, yeah. I'm sure our accountant friend here also has some wonderful clients that he should not talk about. (coughs) It's it's getting on now towards 7 p.m. You guys have eaten. How about this, Francis? Why don't you, uh, I mean, you work in a library, so maybe uh, in some spare time tomorrow at work, 
look into some of this stuff. Maybe there's a book about this, uh, that lady on one leg and, and uh, this big knife. Uh, 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 absolutely. I, I can take some time to research it. I, I, I wonder too. I mean, even if he isn't around, maybe, maybe we should bring it back to his house. I mean, it's not ours, it's his. So maybe after we're done using it, we could just bring it back. Sure. Work. It would right some wrongs. What are you going to do with the stuff now? Are you going to leave it at the restaurant? Are you going to take it home with you? Um, if it's en route, I'd rather lock it at the um, at the library. I'm sure I have a safe or something for the uh, All right. more you'd, important. You'd stuff. actually have to go back into town because Chubby, because Woodman's is is much closer to your mm -hmm. house than than the library is. Okay. No. Maybe we chuck know. it in the banquet room. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's places that we could leave stuff. Here. I'm sure you have a safe in in your office for where you put the cash. Mm -hmm. Now, it need to be in a safe. Can we just? I mean, who's going to hork it? I, I mean, it's not that much more effort to put in the safe. Yeah. And he has a safe in his office already. The last ten percent is the most secure. It's true. So, uh, All right. so we got these artifacts. The fact that he left, I suppose, left less than gracefully from his uh, employment. Um, he's got a son in the Navy in who recently changed stations. And he's probably by now got about a thousand cats. Nothing <laughs> explains the cats. Nothing. Nope. All right. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't even cats in the picture, right? No. no. Or, or what happened to him? Wait, know. where is he? Uh, well, if we're going by a timeline here, uh, if those communications in his mailbox were what was, you know, informing him that his son moved, I was going to say, well, how quickly can we get a message to his son, see if he knows anything? But chances are he wasn't able to communicate with his son because he didn't learn of his new station. So, Son's in Guam, wherever the hell that is. Well, where did the telegram come from? It sounded like that was from the Miskatonic University. Yes. It, it would seem like Professor. if he had been in touch with the Miskatonic University in any way to let them know that he was going to be on vacation. Otherwise, it seems like it's been a few weeks since he's been gone. And, and, and Why would he, he tell him he's going on vacation if they fired him? Well, that's true. But nothing about this story would surprise me, Kenny. But, but, but he, he, he wasn't expected to be gone because he... he, he... He, he was asking about his son. So he, he clearly was curious about his son, asked, um, you know, for, for his son's new correspondence information. And then somewhere between then and now, it, it looks like he disappeared. I suppose that's true. So Maybe we it, check in with the police station, see yeah. if anybody's reported him missing or if uh, they've uh, turned up any John Doe's in the ditch. Say we break uh, into that house and give it a thorough going over tonight. I, I'm more surprised that the police or, or anyone hasn't investigated a house with 10,000 cats. Like you'd imagine know. some sort of public ordinance has been broken. You do have a general opinion about the police in Arkham that they're not very uh, on the not up very and up. good at their jobs. <laughs> yeah, and they're probably in league with the mob. So, all right. I mean, we're in this. So I agree with Kenny. Let's go back there. I mean, now we kind of know what, what sort of things we're looking for. 
on okay. one condition, you won't come to the next poker game. You, you, All right. As long as you teach me how. Yeah. Ed play. can teach you how. He's a good poker oh, player. Oh, oh, oh. And I give him an elbow. I give Ed okay. an elbow. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So what we I mean we could we we could sell the dagger and use that to fund the poker game. It's a thought. We gotta find a buyer first. Anybody know an antiquities dealer? Wait a minute. I, 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 we we we've gone from federal mail crime to Selling artifacts, gentlemen. This escalated quickly. Let's just break into the place at midnight and go through it. Yeah, I mean, we don't even have to break in anymore. We just have to push the door open. All right. That is true. Thank you, Ed. Let's keep all all the artifacts here where it's nice and safe then. How far is Chubby's from uh, Woodman's? How far is Woodman's from Potter's house? How many blocks? I don't know, a few. All right. You'll you'll be you'll be to Potter's uh, Porter's house in uh, ten minutes. Well, are you guys have to go home and check in with your wives, or? You... I did. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, meet here. Look, let's just meet on the porch at midnight. Makes sense. I mean, that lines up with the tides, too. I mean, I'm in and out of the house all the time because I got to follow the tides, sometimes two a day. So I'll tell Shirley there's some late night curating that I have to do. I'm just going to start a fight. (laughs) All right. So you guys, you guys leave Chubby's. You head uh, down the street. Uh, you've left the uh, the things in the, the restaurant uh, in a safe place. Um, coming down the street, and once again, uh, I mean, it, it kind of slowly reveals itself because you can see the house down the street, and the closer you get to it, the more you realize that there are even more cats somehow. We knew that was going to happen. <laughs> but I'd like you to do... I'd like you to do a spot hidden. You dudes, these cats are freaking me out. Because at this oh, point, it's night. Pass by one. I rolled a one. Okay. Wait a minute. I, I did amazing. I got I got a extreme success. Okay. So did anybody fail? I failed. You failed. Okay. So, Ernest, you're probably chatting and talking to one of them. Uh and the rest of them are looking towards the house. Um, there is something for just a few seconds. Um, it reminds you of the lights on a police car. Um, you know, the way they sort of light up the buildings all around you, that red and blue flashing, if they actually had those back then. We'll just say so that you know what I'm talking about. There seems to be for a few moments, um, a sort of multicolored changing light that is coming out of one of the upstairs rooms in Mr. Porter's house, and then it's gone. You're, you're almost not sure that you saw it, but, I mean, why could it be a somebody with a flashlight and they're 
their beam went by the cracks in the in the in the, the curtains or something, except that it was quite bright and quite oddly colored. You're not sure if it was green or blue or purple or or red or maybe it was all of those things. Did you all see that? The 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 the, the, the green light. Yes, that I I I saw that too, Kenny. Well, I guess we don't know where we're going. I mean, do, do, do we need to, 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 to be armed? Maybe there's someone else in there. There's nobody in there. We should get in there right now. There's something going on right now. Yeah, let's go check it out. Okay, I run to the front. Oh, I'm kicking cats. I'm running to the front. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind. Yeah. I'm behind Kenny and pushing him forward to, you know, push through the, the uh, wave of cats. All right. There is without without actually injuring any of the cats they are putting up quite a lot of resistance trying to keep you away from the house <clears throat> but they are just cats so you push your way up to the front door and you push the door and it opens um because it's broken the inside of the house is pitch black almost pitch black because the curtains are all drawn in the house um what are you going to do ed you still got that flashlight on you this is the way we left it right yes where were the lights were coming from an upstairs room yes i go up the banister okay yeah, well yeah. you don't don't get ahead of yourself yeah i'll follow <laughs> but I'll, I'll turn the flashlight on all right you turn yeah. the flashlight on and start flashing around there's something odd though this time when you flash the flashlight around when you when your flashlight hits the floor, there is a kind of a white mist that's hanging just an inch or so above the ground, like what dry ice would look like. Um, you can see it sort of hanging on the floor everywhere. Does it feel the, cooler or, or you put your hand down into it? Yeah. Not particularly. Uh, and it it wafts, you know, when you do this. Also, still no smell. Is it corrosive or anything like that? Doesn't feel like it. In fact, you don't really feel anything. Um, but it just waft. The cats, the cats come up behind you, and they are staying at the door frame on the house. Ernest is going to stir the fog with his foot. Maybe this is what the cats smelled. Who knows? This is weird. You start, not... you start sort of stirring it with your foot. And uh, I mean, it, it, it acts like fog, but it seems to fill itself back in pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And now that the door is open, it's also wafting out. Mm -hmm. How are the cats reacting to it as it's coming out? Um, they're starting to look rather nervous. Um, like, like something is really irritating them. Like they're afraid of something. A few of them have arched their backs. Oh, maybe we just keep going. What do you say, Francis? Ed, let's go. Cats don't act like that unless there's danger, maybe a predator. This doesn't seem right. Look, look, look. I mean, we've, we've been barging through and they ba ba barely care about us. And now they're... I mean, they're just a bunch of cats, though. I mean, what do they know? Well, how about this? Since we don't know what this stuff is, 
let's head up the stairs and get out of it. Yeah, that, 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 that's a good idea. Okay. I agree. So you move farther in to the house, and just about the time you get to the, the foot of the stairs, you do notice that some of the cats are venturing into the house along with you. They look very nervous. Um, the hair on the back of their, you know, of their backs is standing up, um, but they're not hissing. They're not making any noise. You can't even really hear their footfalls. They're being very careful not to make noise. You get to the foot of the stairs, and this mist is actually coming from upstairs and pouring down the down the staircase. That's where it's coming from. Now, that's weird. Yeah, Kenny, that's maybe a little too weird for me, buddy. You're in this. I got to see what's up there. Come on, boys. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving. I'm keep leading the way with the flashlight. I'm I'm gonna pick up one of the cats and see like does it still react or, or is or does it find me petting it soothing at all? It it is you know rigid with fear. Oh. Um, Will you um, leave those cats alone? And at this point, would you guys like to take a five minute break? <laughs> I'm starting to get I'm creeped is, out. Tom. I'm is the yeah, man. You slowly start up the stairs, and uh, this mist is coming from from up above. As you start up the stairs, the cats now start moving into the house. Um, well, you don't even think all of them could fit, but yeah, they start coming in actively into the lower lower room. They don't come past you. They seem to be staying at the bottom of the stairs as you are going up. Um, however, once you guys have sort of gotten to the top of the stairs and you can see the landing area and you can see a hallway, you know, going into the, uh, to the, towards the back of the house, um, the cats start up the stairs behind you. Um, there are three bedrooms, but do a, uh, Spot hidden. Twenty-nine is a success for Ernest. Ninety-one. Oh, I'm too busy looking at the cats. Yeah, the I see three. Cats us upstairs for. So those of you who passed, you can see that it's the second door down the hallway that the mist is coming from under the door. The other door is not. Is this the door that we saw the the room that we saw the light coming from? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Ed, put your flashlight on that door. All right, I'll shine it up. I'm okay. going to point the cat I'm holding towards the door and see if it reacts <laughs> even more violently. Um, it's It wants down. It doesn't, it, it obviously wants down, but it, once it once you put it down, it just joins the other cats. Uh, I'm like, all right, buddy. And they are, the cats now are just, you know, three feet away from you. They're at the top of the stairs with you. They're following you down the hallway as you are coming to this door. And they are, are, are still... they mixed or are they regimented? Like are, are they like the blacks are like one section of the crowd and the once they started coming through the door, they had to kind of unmix. So they're, okay. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're all... mixed. Uh... Right. And not, not a one of them is making a noise. Um, all right, so you get to that second door, and you can definitely see 
that the mess is coming. It's it's almost pouring out from under the door, from the crack. What do you guys want to do? What's happening? Open the door! I'll, I'll open the door. Okay, it's not locked. You open up the door, door opens into the room, and as you do that, your the door uh, stirs up this mist on the ground. Inside the room, the mist is much thicker. You'd say, you know, five or six inches of it on the on the ground. And uh, as you open it, it starts, you know, sort of pouring into the hallway. Um, uh, the cats aren't reacting to it, uh, but they are coming up, you know, to where you are. Now a few of them kind of join you they they come forward to the door frame and they are standing next to the door frame looking into the room they're all they're the hair on the backs of their uh, uh, the hair is the hair on the back of your necks is kind of standing up because this yeah. is really strange um who's in the front who's in the back in the front back I'll probably be behind Ed. Yeah, Francis okay. is a fearful little man. So, so is Ed and Chubby here? You going in first, then? Okay. Do a spot hidden roll for me. Got it. It was a uh, hard. That is a pass. A normal okay. pass. So, Eddie, what you notice is the bed is messy. The bed is messed up. Um, but, um, you notice that there is a large, looks like a large metal bowl out this big. It's, you know, very round, um, looks like maybe it's made out of brass and it seems to have all kinds of symbols on it that look maybe Tibetan. Um, is that where the, is coming from? Like no, the no. The mist just seems to be in the room. Um, there is next to it what looks like a, I don't know what you call it, a, like from a mortar and pestle. It's like the pestle, but it looks like it's made out of wood. Um, chubby, something's wrong with that, the bed sheets. And as you look at them, you realize that they are somewhat human shaped like there might be someone in the bed covered up with the sheet there is no smell in the room when we searched the house looking for mr porter i didn't notice that when we were we didn't come up to this room you searched the bottom floor before you guys decided. You kind of creeped out. You kind of left. Okay. All right. Um, what do you see, Larry? Uh, there's a. I think maybe Porter might be in here. Hey, hey Mr. Porter. Hello. No response. Can I try to pull the sheet off? Sure. Yeah, be careful, Double D. What do you the, now? The the bowl thing is sitting on the bed. Do you want to grab that? 
Not particularly. Wait, is the smoke pouring out of the bowl thing? I no, no. It's just in the room. So, so there's a there's a. You'll just so grab a hold of the sheet and pull it around the the bowl that's sitting there. I don't. I'll move it off the bed. Okay. It, it's it's kind of heavy. And if there's like a little table nearby, you set it on that. It, it kind of has a ring to it. You know, kind of bell-like. So he's like a resonance when he touches it? Well, I mean, it's just a bowl, a cold, you know, brass bowl. But it, it seems to be almost musical when you set it down, like it's more of a bell than a, than a bowl. Uh-huh. Ed, you grab a hold of the, the blanket and you pull on it, and it pulls back, and you can all do sanity rolls. Is what you see is an old man. He's laying there on the bed. Um, he's not all there. Uh, you think that it looks like something has torn his face completely off. There are deep gouges across his shoulders and chest, and one of his legs is missing. And to top it all off, there is kind of a clear gooey slime that has completely covered his body head to toe jesus mary and joseph you how, how much for a fail how much for a fail uh do a 1d4 Oof. how much for a success just yeah. take one point of damage Ooh, four. you want a damage or sanity a sanity. oh my god i got Ooh. four two jesus <laughs> yeah you guys are shaking and then he just babbles. The cats are not coming in this room, but they are standing at the door frame, looking at you. Oh, what happened to this dude? No, no, no. A cat did not do this. No, no. We solved the mystery of what happened to Mr. Porter. The leg. Sure, a cat didn't just eat him. Maybe he died and the cats ate him. No, Kenny. Look at that shit. The cat didn't do that. No, Kenny, no. The um, the missing leg, it doesn't look like it was cut off. It looks like it was ripped off. The bone's fractured. Is there any sign of any large animal in here? Or in the house? Like you don't see anything. The cats are exhibiting very, very nervous behavior. Uh, and you see them sort of looking around, scanning the room as they're standing there. What the hell are they looking for? I'm going to slowly back up to where the cats are. Okay. Do, do I recognize Prince. the symbols at all on the bowl? Like just eyeballing Just it? more Tibetan things. Oh. Do a uh, do an occult roll. Ooh, 13. Um, okay. Ooh. That's a pass. Ooh. Yeah. You're you're pretty sure that this is like a Tibetan meditation device. You put the little pestle into it, you roll it around, and it rings, and you oh. concentrate. Um, Don't do that. Yeah, so I explained that, that. It looks like it's a blah, blah. Um, are you all moving into the I Yeah. Francis, oh. you're... Okay, so you guys are around. You can't see the floor because of the mist. And you don't know where the body parts are that are missing. Um, I would like you all to do spot hidden rolls. 
when we have no idea where this mist is coming from, it's just no in whammy. this room. No, but it seems to be fairly thick in the room, despite the fact the door has been open. Pass. That's a success. Fail. 86. Mm. I'm going to spend luck to make that a hard success. Okay. Um, raise your hand if you pass then. Okay, so four of you did. So Eddie moves around. Uh, he throws the blanket on the floor, maybe, and you're, you're kind of horrified. You had to kind of get out of the way to let the others in. <clears throat> Kenny and Ernest and Francis and Chubby. Something, something catches your eye, but it's on the periphery. It's, it, it, it reminds you of uh, maybe those colors that you saw um, flash out the window earlier. Um, it's, it's right on the edge of your vision. And when you turn your head, there's nothing there. But you get the distinct feeling that you aren't alone, that there is something in this room. And the cats are freaking out though not making any noise. Eddie, 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 get back. Get, 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 what? Get, 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 get. There's something. You There's think something. that this thing in the room is moving over by Eddie. Eddie. What? I mean, Eddie. do you see this? We need Eddie. to call the cops. Just slowly get out of there. Yeah, Eddie, I think we've got to get out of this place. Dude, just... I don't know what the problem just, is. Just listen, bud. Just, the, but, there's something I will, wrong here. Suddenly, two things happen at the same time. One is something in the room moves kind of in an arch across the room and onto the bed. And... You are all, except for Eddie, because his back is kind of to it, you're all suddenly hit with kind of a blinding light um, with um, flashing rainbow sort of colors. At that point, the cats are no longer silent. They start screeching and running into the room and leaping all over the place. Um, and Eddie, as you turn and all of you sort of get used to it for a moment, there's a horrible screaming noise coming from the bed area. You, you, you block your eyes for a moment and what is on the bed is this. Oh, oh that's... Kind of like a technicolor dream coat. Ooh, pass. It is about five feet long panther like but you can see that it has eight legs um with big long metallic looking claws on it how much fail pass uh, uh, if you pass do a 1d4 if you fail uh, do a 1d8 oh my god jeez oh, oh there goes said 1d4 d4 oh, no. here i lost seven sanity Oof. I lost Oof. six. I lost two. Okay. If you lost more than four, um, do an intelligence roll. Uh, 79. I failed. 
Well, that's good. You wanted to fail that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Want to be dumb. I have a hard success. Oh, oh no! Okay. Too smart for your own soul, Kenny. <laughs> so, Ernest, Ernest, your reaction is to scream hysterically and just throw yourself back up against the wall. <laughs> Kenny, um, Ernest you, is like, debit and credit, debit and credit. You know, <laughs> you know in that moment I gotta that, throw what you, that, cat. that what you are seeing is some sort of horrific alien predator with huge claws and huge sharp teeth. Um, it seems like it's getting ready to rip everybody to shreds and you get hysteria. Um, you, you start uh, laughing hysterically um, and you are like oblivious. It's like, now you've seen everything. I'm just standing um, there cackling. Right. Um, Not funny. Kenny. The uh, Kenny. the creature is going to lash out at Eddie. Uh, what do you want to do, Eddie? Uh, fight want... it or... Um, I ain't fighting that shit. I'm going to dive out the way. <laughs> try to dodge. All right, go ahead and give me a dodge roll. Uh, dodge. Why can't I read a character sheet now? One second. It's yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. No, in real, guys, <laughs> 73. <laughs> luck. You have luck. All right. Oh, right. I do have luck. You do have luck. You may now's use the it. time to use it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have much luck. Talk, talk luck. it. We, we just foreshadowed this by talking about using 30 points of luck at a time <laughs> pre game, yep. did we not? Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Why not? Uh, so. <laughs> My dodge is a 30. Ooh. And you got 70 something? Yeah, so Ooh. I need to use 40. Yeah, 43 luck. I'll do that. All That's right. Like all, all your luck. Well, in that case, as the thing lashes forward, its claws on one of its front paws uh, just barely misses your head oh. as, as you leap out of the way. In that same instant, the cats and mass just start leaping on this creature and ripping at it with their claws. Um, the creature at the same time is batting them off uh, with such force that some of them hit the walls and just splatter blood oh. on the walls. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's a sad loss right there. Oh. Wow. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, I... I'm gonna jump out the window. Okay, on the second story, cool. Makes total sense to me. Yeah, it does. So, what, what am I more likely to survive? Being mauled to death by the acid cat, or jumping <laughs> out the window? All right. So, um, do a dex roll. Oh, come on, double D. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's really good. That's uh, six. I don't think you call him Double D. Uh, well, Ed Ed Nettie. he's Ed Double use, D. Yeah, I will use uh, two luck to turn that into an extreme success. Okay. Well, in that case, um, almost gracefully, uh, <sighs> you you run at the window. You leap. You hit the glass. It shatters. You fly out the window, but you land on the. Uh, 
on the roof right outside. Mm -hmm. You roll, you f you get flung off the roof, and somehow you land on the in the middle of the front yard on your feet, like some sort of master acrobat. Uh, you can see once you land that all of the cats have now flooded into the house, and there is a cacophony of noise coming from upstairs as they are all attacking this hideous glowing acid cat, as you say, <laughs> like an acid trip. What are the rest of you doing? Kenny, what are I'm you doing? I'm still cackling. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny's just standing there laughing. Uh, I might still be screaming against the wall. Okay. I'm going to see if I could grab Kenny and pull him back towards the um, exit of the bedroom. Okay, do a um, do a uh, brawl. Let's grapple. Brawl, sure. okay. You're grabbing. I have no brawl, but let's see. And he's not putting up any resistance. Okay, uh, 26. So I'm going to spend one point of luck to hit 25 and succeed. Okay. So you grab a hold of him and start pulling yeah, him like, towards ah, the door. Uh, he's not laughing, resisting. Stop um, the cats are flooding into the room uh, and immediately attacking. Those cats that are seriously injured still try to keep attacking this thing. And they don't seem to be doing a great deal of damage to it, but they're doing some damage to it. Um, Chubby, what are you doing? All right. Um, you think at this point the noise is going to wake the whole neighborhood? Sure. Uh, is Ernest looking like he's getting ready to leave, or is he looking like he's frozen there? He's he's frozen in terror up against the wall, screaming. All right, I'm going to grab him by his shirt and kind of try to pull him out of the room and run downstairs and out of the house. Okay, do a grapple as well. I mean, a, a brawl. Hmm. No, no. You accidentally sort of trip on the cats. There's so many of them. As you're grabbing Ernest, uh, you don't quite get to him in time, or you don't quite get to him. Um, and you find yourself falling onto the floor and for a few moments you are almost buried in cats as they're using you now to vault up onto the the monster um you're 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 also getting splattered you're getting splattered not only with cat blood as the cats are getting torn to shreds but you're getting you're getting this what what almost looks like scintillating, glowing, uh, multicolored blood goo that's splattering all over you um, from the creature, like uh, like its blood, if you will. Uh, Francis, what are you doing? Uh, so I've dragged Kenny out. You've got Kenny out the door. Yeah. 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 I will look inside and see who else is uh well, is Ernest still terror or, or is it has the solution he's still there yeah you've I'm gonna seen, keep trying to pull people out you've seen chubby yeah. fall okay um all right you're gonna keep pulling people out Eddie correct uh you've landed outside what are you going to do you're on uh, me, I my can't friend. Hear you. 
I will go back in the front door to see, because I know some of them are crazy. I'll go back in the front door to see if I can help get anyone out. If right. I see that cat, I'm going. So you find yourself in the bottom layer. There are cats going all the way up. They're almost having to wait in line to get up the stairs. You don't think you could make it up the stairs at this point because there's so many freaking cats. So I was outside. Uh, am I seeing more cats like pour in from like the, the shadows of the neighborhood? Right, right about the time that you got there. Yeah, you're not sure there's any cats left in the neighborhood. Uh, they're all, oh, they've wow. all, all poured in. Uh, right now, there's there's no, none of them outside anymore. They're all inside. All right, so I will, um, I will wade through the cats as best I can. Okay. And start screaming up the steps. You know, Ernest, Francis, Kenny. So Francis, as you are, uh, I would like you to do a grapple roll. If are you trying to grab Ernest or are you trying to grab Chubby? Um, so Chubby is on the floor. Yeah, being trampled by cats, but he's not terrified. That I know of. Right. Okay. He's probably terrified. <laughs> right. <laughs> Buried <Okay>. in cats. <laughs> uh, I I will grab the one that I can clearly see who is Ernest, you know, against a wall and right. try to like drag him out too. Do a dodge for me. A dodge. Oh dear. All right. So I got, um, 73 and my dodge is a 40. Right. I will, I will burn my, you know what? I won't. Okay. Yeah. You get hit in the face by a cat. Okay, oh, flung off oh. of. Uh, <laughs> was it the been, cat I was petting? It was the cat I was petting, wasn't it? Slept the shit out. There's that moment of slow motion as the oh, cat's coming to you, going, "Oh my god!" It hits you in the face, and it does uh, uh, one one or two points of damage. You could do okay. one d two. I think two should be appropriate. All right, so I've been knocked around by a cat. All right, and I so, still and you, so you well you you don't succeed then in grabbing Ernest. <laughs> okay. um, Ernest, you start to come out of your terror. I mean, you're still terrified, but you're starting to realize you're just standing there, and all. I mean, this is this is insane. Cats are being killed. You think that twenty cats must have been killed already? They're splattered on the wall. Their entrails are dripping, and uh, and this creature is bleeding. It's it bleeds this kind of ro- rainbow-colored goo, um, mm. and that's being splattered all over the room as well. Uh, but it is slowly succumbing to all of the cats attacking it. Uh, if that's the knowledge that I gain as I snap back to sanity, I decide that we're going to leave it to the cats. And if I see Chubby and Francis and they're trying to help me, I'm going to try and get them out of there and we're going to make a beat for some more clam dinners. And the pile of cats with Chubby underneath is between you and the door. Okay. So um, it's just, it's a sea of, of multicolored cat fur and this hand reaches up out of it, which you grab a hold of and you drag him and yourself out of the room along with Francis uh, and Eddie is about halfway up the stairs, um, uh, being flooded by cats. 
um, when he, you guys can see each other. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to pass Chubby off to Ed. All right. Take All him right, downstairs. Yeah. So with a great deal of effort getting past the cats and outside, uh, you you manage to get down to the, the first floor. You go out the door and you are in the yard. There is still a cacophony of noise coming from inside. A cat cacophony of noise <laughs> coming from, uh, from in the house. And uh, you can see flashing, brilliant flashes of multicolored light shooting out the window for a few moment. And after a couple of seconds, maybe maybe 30 seconds or so, the noise starts to 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 go to, to be less and less. You're not seeing as many flashes from the window. And then after a minute or so, the noise dies down to nothing. Um, you've seen lights come on in some of the surrounding houses from the noise. And then a sea of cats come flooding out the front door. Um, some of them badly injured, some of them scratched, covered in blood and rainbow goo. And they don't seem to acknowledge you at all. They just disperse out into the night, into the city. Ernest just shakes his head, watching the feline spread through the darkness. And that's really the end of our story. Um, how you deal with that. <laughs> if you ever go upstairs again, there's the thing is gone. Uh, obviously, people call the police and the police start coming. Do you stay there for the police? Do you no go way, home? man. No, no way. All right. And so, home you go. What would have happened if we run that like bowl bell thing? Nothing. <laughs> so I'll tell you what was going on. So Professor uh, Porter uh, had become very interested in dream, dream lore. And uh, I had kind of thought, uh, since Francis was a librarian, I asked him early on what kind of books you have. And if he had said occult and dream lore and stuff, then that would have played into my hands. Uh, you would know exactly who the, you would know exactly who the right. professor was. Um he started playing around with that and through meditation, possibly drug taking and stuff like that, mm -hmm. he managed to get into the dreamlands and mm -hmm. he did some exploring. And he um somehow attracted the attention of a cat from Saturn. Mm. Which oh they talk oh. about in the books. And it followed him home. Uh, and once there, it uh, it killed him. And it uh, ate partially ate him. Now, it could secrete a substance, which is what it did. That's why he was gooey. And it would preserve the body so he could continue to eat on it as time went by. So there right. was no smell. The cats, uh, if, if you know Lovecraft lore, uh, the cats despise the cats of Saturn. Uh, Earth cats do. So they started to get the feeling that something was wrong. And once they realized what had broken through into our world, uh, they started to amass because they needed numbers. They needed their army because they knew what they were up against, a uh, cat from Saturn. They didn't do anything uh, until 
they would get enough numbers, which might have swollen even more than what, what you guys saw. Um, they were trying to protect you. They did not want you to go into the house because you wouldn't stand a chance against right. that thing. Um, uh, uh, probably uh, Kenny will find that cats fucking hate him because <laughs> he was he was mean to cats and they they didn't react. They were also trying to be extremely quiet because they didn't want the cat from Saturn to know they to were hear cats. them. Wow. Um, that's cool. A clouder, cool. a clouder is actually what you call a group of cats. So the silent clouder was their silent, their little silent army. Um, what the professor did to get discharged, I, he was going off the deep end at that point. So it wasn't, wasn't surprising. Had you had the artifacts with right. you? If you had the sword thing with you, you would have found that the cats would have gotten out of your way. They would have oh, wow. practically huh. uh, practically treated you like their general. Um, and that thing could actually seriously harm the cat from Saturn. Um, oh. But it was really the only thing. And the cats would take care of the problem. But then maybe 50 cats didn't need to die in the process yeah. of, yeah. of As you doing cat, it. They're fine. Yeah. Well, isn't COC all about loss reduction, right? Like, that's it. <laughs> this this story was originally written for one person. Wow. The, the GM and one player. That's the way I played it when I played it. Oh, um, cool. That makes sense. They feel more like, oh, I'm the general. Like, there's probably more things pointing them to the sword and things like Which that. Which collection is this in? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Um, I think it might just be privately done by, by John. Um, by John. I'm not I even sure if it's, I'm not even sure if it's written up. Oh, okay. wow. Um, I did. I did the graphics. You like the cat? <laughs> I love this module. It was so cool. It was very was creepy. Fun. There were some parts of this where I cued the music and I was getting creeped out. Cool. Let me go ahead and finish up. We could talk. Yep. Our players included Matt Ryan, Joseph Clay, Cody McInnes, uh, Billy Chung, and Dan DePolis, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments we enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Mm -hmm.